When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Orange and blue sunset in mile high here in Broncos country. Let's get ready to ride. Russ and the rest are gonna light up the sky. First of all, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Coming to you from Studio A, where the A stands for ask ask your lady how she's doing. Nah. You know, um, when we were in London, we got accused of wrecking uh, sex lives. Hmm. And I just don't want that. I don't want that on my resume. So, wow. you know, if you need to, like, pause the show, turn on some tunes. Allie, do we have some tunes? What do we got there? Oh, that's not. That's no, not, it's not setting the can't mood. Can't help us set the mood a little. Wow. Is that it? All right, all right. I honestly thought you T- were doing. Turn the lights down, you know. I thought you were going to ask your lady how you're doing after the way yesterday's show ended. Because you needed to ask oh. your lady how she's doing oh, after that. Oh, yeah. Came back as always, you know. <laughs> Chick fil A? Yeah, Chick fil A. Wow. Uh, all the fixings. <laughs> Monday Night Football Nuggets. You know, how could you how could you be in a bad mood after that? Chicken Nuggets from Chick-fil-A? Is that what you're saying? No. Oh, no. Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets. Oh, okay. Yes. Yep, yep. Especially with the way that game ended. That, yes. uh, that'll help. Exactly. I feel like maybe Uh-oh. it's time for us to do our ASMR show. Like this, like, mm. kind of- oh, that Might finally be that day. That's Whispers true. only. Yes. No. Uh, we kind of had one uh, in Indianapolis when Zach and I had to do a show from in the, like, hallway of the Combine. And we felt really awkward, like projecting at the <laughs> levels that we normally do. So we were like, "All right, guys, like uh, DMVR Broncos podcast." Like we were like half, half whispering. Uh, OGs will remember. Um, so yeah. Anyways, you know, the show's always gonna be here. The show, the show's mm-hmm. always gonna be here. Maybe even in your bed with you. I just don't, I don't want know. the. I don't want the A to stand for abstinence. Oh wow! Wow! wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, and uh, not speaking of that at all, but we got a birthday shout out to give someone in the comments. Uh, Iheem G, I believe, coming in saying it's his 21st birthday. Now he can get wow. down to the DMVR bar. Wow. Happy birthday! So I guess you can stop abstaining from alcohol now. There you go. See you mm-hmm. Sunday. We got a new brunch menu. Ooh, Maybe some uh-huh. mimosas. Mm, there oh. we go. Let's go. Oh, it's gonna be a hell of a uh, hell of a weekend. For I you. have a mic now, so oh, watch what you're saying. Oh, I'm glad oh, we got boy. all that in before. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, I'm trying mic. to get the Ryan, mic. Do you want to ask how your lady's doing? Uh, no, I'm actually busy. Mm, okay, yeah. <laughs> <there> <laughs> ran out time for that bit. <laughs> <laughs> On to Broncos. Yes, exactly. Let's get to the Broncos. Uh, unfortunate news, I guess, although maybe expected news coming mm. out today. Yep, very expected news. Lloyd Cushenberry. 
placed on the injured reserve. Yesterday, we knew he was going to miss some time. He's really going to miss some time now. He's going to be out the next four games. It's disappointing, I think, is the right thing to say because you feel bad for Lloyd. It's a groin injury that's going to hold him out for over a month because he actually suffered this injury against the Jaguars. But Graham Glasgow, the way he came in and played, if he plays like that, it's not really going to be a drop-off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lloyd Cushenberry, as we uh, yeah. call them out. Yeah. I actually think I was saying that wrong. It's more of a you, like Lloyd Cushenberry. Lloyd Cushenberry. Oh. Lloyd Cushenberry. So you bury it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, unfortunate that, you know, he, he was the champion mm -hmm. of the best British name. And now we're not even getting, uh, we're still getting UK in Glasgow. Um, it's true. But yeah, I mean, it's so weird because we've talked about Glasgow to center for how long has he been here? I don't know. Since the day he got here. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and it's kind of funny when it happens and then it works and you're like, maybe you guys should have done this like <laughs> two years ago. And maybe that's a little too quick to pass mm -hmm. that, that sort of judgment. But it sucks for Lloyd. It kind of feels like it might be, I don't know. We'll see what happens at the end of the season. But it kind of feels like it might be the end of the road to me for Lloyd Cushenberry as the Bronco center. Oh, but then we talk about, you know, opening up more holes yeah. on the offensive line. Graham did restructure his contract, so it was a very affordable this mm -hmm. year. Is he going to want that number to boost up? Does he want to hit free agency to try to get some of that money back? It's going to be interesting. Uh, but if Graham plays well, why ruin a good thing there? If he struggles a little bit, because we've seen really good play from Graham in the past, mm -hmm. not at center, but at guard. And we've also seen some underwhelming play. So he's going to be able to show that he can be consistent now. He belongs. Like, that's an NFL lineman. It might not necessarily be a great NFL lineman, but there's a reason he's still in the league at this point. Um, and, you know, we're still learning about Lloyd Cushenberry. You know, he's in his third year. I think the, I think the learning has ended. <sighs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're getting to that point. We are getting to that point. Um, but that's why I think it would make sense to make this change permanent if, if things go well. Because you look at, so the bye week, that, that counts as the first week he doesn't play, right? Mm -hmm. So then after that, you have the, the Titans and Raiders no, and Panthers. No, this oh, week. it doesn't count. This week, correct. It does not okay. count because they just placed him on it today. Well, that's a huge L on their part, but I guess. It, <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, eh, no reason to hesitate on that, in my yep. opinion, especially considering the, what we just talked about, which is that you have a great option it's not mm -hmm. like you needed to hold out to hope hope that you could get him back in there as fast as you could so the first yep. game he can be back for is week 14 against the chiefs at home he's going to miss the titans game raiders game panthers game yep, and that's Ravens right game that's kind, right. you know what my biggest takeaway from this injury was when i heard when he could come back what geez the season is moving quickly yeah seriously yes. like he's on i already yeah. can't come back to week 14 we're halfway through yep. yeah it feels it's kind of scary like yeah the season has just already you know evaporated and by the time he's back you're in the final stretch and then yep. you're either going to really need him if graham's not playing well or you're gonna say yeah he's just our, our backup now if you yeah. wind up three and one in those four games though I don't think you can mess with anything no you can't you have to kind of buy in and see if you can grind it out but also i just don't think you mm. should like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm being a little too tough on Lloyd here. I just don't think he's been good at all ever. Uh, and so, <laughs> like, the best we've gotten from him is average. And whatever happens in this season, I just think that the Broncos need to go into next season with a new starting center, whether that's Graham that's Glasgow fair. or someone else. 
Potentially, potentially. And you mm-hmm. look at Russell Wilson, and that can open a lot of doors. Does a veteran center want to come play with him? Does that mean that you can use a third-round pick on a rookie? Although uh, Lloyd Cushenberry, a third-round pick, is you, you can do that. Whereas when we talked about Drew Locke and these young guys, we said you have to have a veteran center. You have to have an experienced center. Not necessarily the case anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's important, though. I think you know that's the anchor of your offensive mm-hmm. line. Um, and if you look around the league, a lot of the teams that I, – I, I guess I'll just point to the Eagles as such a great example. Like Jason Kelsey in there just makes such a difference for that offensive line, and he makes such a difference for Jalen Hurts. Now, it's not that same young quarterback thing, but it just to have that anchor in the center of your offensive line be a great player is huge. I mean, Peyton Manning and Jeff Saturday did it for – hey, hey, just call up Jeff Saturday. You know, he's hey. taking random yeah. odd jobs right now. <laughs> but then look at Peyton Manning and look at the centers he did or didn't have when he was in Denver. Manny Ramirez, the baseball player, How'd that work was out? his center. It worked out fantastic. Uh, it was the most dynamic yeah. offense. Did they have a bad Super Bowl, a bad game? <laughs> yes. But even uh, Jason Kelsey has bad games here and there, just bad timing that happened in the Super Bowl. But my biggest my biggest concern of just saying, yeah, he's average at best, move on from him, because I agree, he's, he's average at best. But moving on from average at best when you're going to need a right tackle, when you may need a left guard, when you may need a left tackle, and now to open that up at center as well, I'm just saying don't be so quick to just say average at best at one of the positions on the offensive line, kick him out the door. Now, I also saying that, think that Graham could be, be, and I'll I'll even say he will be better than than Cush at center. My thing is never settle for average at best because what that – what well, we're actually saying is Ryan. he's below average. He's not he's yeah. not average. Average at best means the best he's played has been average. And all the rest you're getting is below average. So to me, you could replace him with anyone off the street and get similar play. Um Well then why haven't they? Then then George Payton has Because they're holding on to the the idea that oh he's going to get better. He's going to live up to what you but know. But this is his third yeah. year in the league. Right. You can't be doing that anymore. Or that's an organizational failure. So I think what, uh, and maybe it is, but I think what happened is you had his first year, which was the Drew Locke year, right? Yep. Um, the one where they're all in on Drew. So that, that whole thing kind of went awry when Drew got hurt. And the second year was kind of a mismatch of things. And so this year they thought, okay, well, maybe with Russ, that will elevate his play. As we know, we thought Russ was going to elevate everyone's play. He has not done that. Uh, and so now I think is when you get to the point where you're like, okay, even with a good quarterback, we're not getting good play out of Cush. Need to go elsewhere. Yeah, but I mean, just you could continue to use that uh, that that logic and say next year, uh, if you want to give Cush mm-hmm. the benefit of that, which they have for three straight years now, then you say, okay, well, one more year in this system with mm-hmm. Russ is when it's all going to click. And honestly, that's where we've kind of got. Some people have got to that point of not just with Cush, but with this offense of. Okay, next year, just naturally being in the second year of this offense, it's all going to be better. And that's just a scary road to go down because I agree, Ryan. It, you can't just keep doing that with players. But when things are this bad, people are people hold on to things and hold out on hope of that. I guess to illustrate my point, you're, you played your backup guard in his position last week, and he looked better than what Kush has looked yeah. like. That illustrates my point that he's playing at a, at a very below average level. You can bring in a replacement who can give you that level of, of play. The best thing I can say for Lloyd Cushenberry is he's young and cheap. Yep. And, I mean, he's, sol- he's, he's solid in pass protection. Those long-ass arms bail him out. Sometimes, like, what he's really bad at is getting to the next level and finding somebody to block and hitting him. And 
he doesn't, even when he's stable, he doesn't get much push. And you wonder if that's just part of him being 24. Like if another year in the strength room is what it takes. And I'd say no. I'd yeah. say no. But that is kind of what you're banking on is that he could just, I mean, you look at him and think like he should be able to push guys forward. Who knows? Henry, you're going to post your midseason uh, awards in the oh, next yeah. day or two. Can we get your grade on Kush right now? Midseason grades, right? <laughs> oh, it's, yes. yes. Sorry, midseason sorry, grades. grades. We're giving out some awards today. Yes. He uh, he got C- minus from me. C- minus. Below average. I mean, right, <laughs> yep. right at average. Exactly. Average, exactly. tiny bit below average. Yep. Yep. Um, I just warn of, because you said you, you can get, you, you don't settle for that. Well, of course you don't. But you're also not going to have $10 million to give out to a center. Um, you don't need to. <clears throat> No, but I'll take like a thirty-five-year-old who's played in the system. I just don't think offensive linemen are so tough to find, though. Like it's different that's, than trying to find a receiver. That's kind of what I'm saying. Is exactly. like it's not just as easy as getting upgrades and mm -hmm. doing it on the cheap. Every offensive line is bad. That's the that's what you have to remember. <laughs> right, is that right, everybody yes. wants to get better and nobody can do it. Right, right. It's a it's a good point. So Ryan, but I, there's so much room for improvement at that specific position that I just think. Getting uh mm -hmm. an like when they signed uh no, what was the Dotson yeah Demar Dotson Demar Dotson like get the Demar Dotson of centers yes but again the Broncos have tried to do that at right <laughs> tackle for the past six years and what they've done it well twice they so, so 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 it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not the easiest thing and you say that well mm -hmm. again the Broncos have tried to do that but you can you can get better at left guard for sure you can get better at left tackle Garrett Bowles before he got injured holding all the time uh, and right tackle you can you can get way better and way you more consistent play so that that that's just what I'm saying is yeah it's not just Cush that's been bringing this offensive yeah. line down no not at all but I mean if you're going to replace Cushenberry I mean you probably have to keep Reisner. Yeah. Just because yeah, I don't, you have to I go agree. out and extend Reisner. And if you get to choose one of those things, I'd say keep Cushberry's cheap. Use that eight, nine, ten million dollars that Reisner is going to get on something else. Man, we're going to have some great off-season discussions. We sure, a are. terrible position there. One it, person yes, <laughs> being bad that I know Ryan <laughs> is not going to pick as the Broncos' offensive MVP. Is Lloyd Cushberry? Is that is that fair to say, Ryan? Fair to say. Fair to say. <laughs> MVP crazy. of the TikTok I made. Wow. Yes, yes, he, he was. He yes. was. And uh, so let's give out offensive MVP, defensive MVP, offensive uh, most disappointing, and defensive most disappointing. Let's start with offensive MVP because I think it is the worst discussion to have. Okay, I, was I thought you were going to say the easiest, and I was like, no, no, it's, I surely don't see an easy That's answer. the reason why it's the worst discussion to have because it should have been Russell Wilson coming into the season. Uh, With a bullet. It, yes, and uh, yeah. that is why the Broncos are 3-5 and five is because it's not. Now, not all on Russell Wilson, but a large majority of it is mm -hmm. on Russell Wilson. You could actually make a case that Russell Wilson is the Broncos' offensive MVP, and that is scary. It's you can't. Is because, that the argument you want to make? No, but if you go and look <laughs> at the games that they have won... Each and every one of them was in large part because of something Russell Wilson did. Yeah. yeah. You could make the case that Lloyd Cushenberry has been their most valuable. <laughs> oh, you you can make the case. You can make the case. It. And Garrett Bowles hasn't played enough. Quinn Myers hasn't played enough. Oh, you're saying offensive linemen. Offensive linemen, yes. Oh, okay. Yes, okay, yes, yes. Okay. So Dalton Reisner. It's like you probably take Reisner. But again, like you could make the case. You could. You could make the case. You could. But what about overall? <laughs> overall on offense. Uh, and that's why this is the worst conversation to have. It is. is because it's Can we also go by bad. process of elimination of starters? Let's go quick. All right. We've so got to have this conversation four times. We're turning we're, <laughs> we're we're turning away from Russell Wilson. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, six touchdowns. <laughs> no, six touchdowns, four interceptions, 58% completion, and a enough. losing record. All right. He's it's out. none of the running backs, right? So, I don't know. Who are you going to make a case for? Latavius Murray? <laughs> nope. He's been here three games. <laughs> nope. Melvin? Nope. Tangibly. Javante, even though he's been gone? Maybe. No, nope, uh, he wasn't even playing that well. Uh, he, the Broncos are 2-1 and one when they had Javante Williams. Melvin Gordon has played eight games for the Broncos. He has 264 rushing yards. Javante Williams played in three and a half games and has 204 rushing yards. In less than half the games, the Broncos are 2-1. and one. If, if The Broncos could win that game against the Raiders if Javante Williams stays healthy. Okay, okay. I'm going to say no. I'll say, okay. I'll say I'm willing to have him in the conversation, but he's not getting my vote. Okay, like, he just hasn't go. been around in the enough. conversation. Okay, hasn't so been around Melvin's enough. Melvin's out. Melvin's out, yes. Okay. Um... Cortland Sutton, hot start. He has I like think 85 in, yards in the no, last. In three the games. conversation, no, no, in the no, conversation, not, you you cannot play less than half a season. Wait, I guess half a season. You just chose someone who's only been played three games because they were <laughs> winning in those. Because he was that important. The Broncos were winning when uh, Cortland Sutton no, was playing well. No, 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 well. no. Okay, no, no, no. The the difference is because Javante Williams was injured the other games. <laughs> Cortland Sutton has played in every single game so far, okay. but has been non-existent. I'm I mean, cool with Court being out. He, he's on pace for 9.93. Um, what's he uh, What's he done the past four games? It's more rough. than Javante. Um, <laughs> not really. No, be, uh, no, 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 he no like because he's been yards. on the field taking <laughs> taking passes away. Okay, um, and missing blocks on screens. Why does he do that? I don't. It makes so no big, sense. Just getting someone's way. Honestly, the the most disappointing one was the most recent one because the first one it looked like he might have kind of tried. The, the other one he didn't try. Yeah. yeah, he just he just watched the guy go right yeah. by, and really it was clearly weird. his block. Really weird shit. It it was really weird. Um, um okay, so I'm I think it's down to two people to be honest. I, I came into this knowing who mine was. Jerry Judy mm -hmm. and Greg Dulcich. Yep, very well could be. But then you can't use that argument of <laughs> he only played half the season. So are we? So uh, if Greg Dulcich is in. Uh, Javante Williams is in. It, are our our hands held to the fire? We have no choice but to choose Jerry Judy as the Broncos' offensive MVP this season. That is who I came into this expecting to say. Now, I mean, again, that's why I think Beck Cortland in the Sutton comments? has a, a case. Cortland Sutton has what? Does he have more catches? More catches and more yards than Jerry? He does. But I, I still go Jerry. I still go Jerry. But I do think it's it's fairly close. And Cortland's number two for me. This is an awful conversation. It, I know. It's, it's, so a, fun. it's a it's a really bad conversation. In the past five games, Cortland Sutton has... Everyone who's up for MVP could also be up for most disappointing. Uh, pretty much. It's yeah, so much fun. Yeah, yeah. In, in the past five games, Cortland Sutton has 176 receiving yards on 47% uh, catch rate and only one touchdown. And that's taking into account he had... A 50-yard game and a 74-yard game. You do the past three games. Mm -hmm. Cortland Sutton has 50 receiving yards. Yep. Total. Oh, it's been terrible. But I mean, Jerry disappeared for a couple weeks there toward the beginning I know too. Everyone has. Uh, no, not the beginning. At the beginning, he had uh, well, like weeks two and three. Yard touchdown. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I uh, would have to go Jerry. And what's the most important thing with, with that that boils down to on offense is scoring. Jerry Judy has yep. a team best. Three touchdowns. Wow. Which yeah. is very disappointing for the team, but a team best. And it's a really big step in the right direction for him after From having zero, zero last year. <laughs> yeah, it's oh infinitely. What, one the year more. before, two the year before, I think. The one against the Jets and the one against the Raiders in week 17. We yep. Do have to yeah. say, though, week two, Jerry had three catches for 11 yards. Also had a one-yard run, which is actually kind of relevant when these numbers are so low. Um, six catches, or no, two catches, sorry, for 17 yards week two.
And then, wait, you just said week two twice. Did you oh, for week three, sorry. Okay. The next week, yeah. I mean, so he's had. That's 28 in those two games. But so he's then had he's, six decent games. But yep. then, I was going to say, but then that's it. Is you average it out, and he's had six games of over 50 yards. Does he have a 100 yard game? He does. Week one, 102. And then two weeks ago, he had 96. Sheesh, man. Um, so, I mean, that's the. And that's what we talk about when we talk about Cortland Sutton, not just this year, but last year, too, mm-hmm. is. His bad games need to be that 50-yard mark. Now, Jerry does have two games worse than mm-hmm. that, but I like to see over the past six weeks that Jerry has averaged his, his bad games out. Not even bad, but his average games out to 50 yards. That's... that's 1,000-yard pace. That's a, that's a good... Ish. He's not... Cor- it's close. 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 Neither is Cortland, though. What, you no, need he's like at 50. 993. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all going Jerry here? Which we have a, no choice. Which we is have insane. no choice. In by the end of this year, it could absolutely be Greg Dulcich, which is crazy. Yeah, sure and is. it could also be Russell Wilson, and it it's damn well better be. <laughs> you, you better hope it is. This conversation. Honestly, is better for I, I think we dismissed Russ too much just based on expectations. Uh, up against mm-hmm. all of the other options, he's led three game-winning drives, and they've won three games. He just hasn't been good, though. Oh, I know. I, mean, I, I know, I, I know, true. but I'm that just saying true. no one has. That is true. You want to know Russ's... I'm uh, not giving it to him. I'm just no. saying, like, as far as the conversation went, like, he yeah, had probably had to be mentioned, and you that's know, just how bad things you are. You know Russ's QBR? Gosh. I'll say 21. Oh, okay. You'll be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> you will be. It's 36. Okay. Which right. is... Um, I, I actually don't know off the top. in the NFL. 28th. How, do, how are we here? Fifth worst. What happened? He is 19th in yards, though. That is still really bad. Man, it's close to average. No, that's that, because the Broncos have been playing from behind. Like you've been in positions where you have to throw the ball, and yep. only 19th. That's concerning. And let, also, let, let's, quarterbacks let's, who haven't played every game. Let's get away from this conversation right. and go yep. to the defensive, defensive side oh, this is of be the ball because there's some legitimate options here. But to me, there's just there's yep. one that is yes. far and away better. Yep. To me, oi, oi, oi. P.S. 2. Oi. 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 P.S. 2. Oi. 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 I tried to get that going on the march to the stadium. Yep. Still hasn't really uh, stuck. Uh, hasn't made it over the overseas yet? No. It hasn't okay. really made it on, over here either. Yeah, it's true. It hasn't made it anywhere. There hasn't been a home <laughs> game. Really. There's anywhere. been one home game oh, okay. since we discovered that, though, to be fair to us. Oh, so you didn't go. Which game was that? Right, it would have been the game? most recent one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it so existed when I went to the Colts uh, game. Oh, I did it? Okay, but then you didn't go to the Jets game. No, the Raider press game. box isn't isn't open. Uh, isn't an open air press box, so H- Hank and I can't get a go. Yeah. You could put it on a sign and hold it up to I'm the window. Sure that, I'm sure that'll <laughs> help. And then use like a pen <laughs> to tell section. people yeah. when to go. <laughs> uh, so to me, Pat Sertan, we haven't yeah. talked about him much this year because great cornerbacks you don't talk about much. The only thing he could get better at is picking the ball off, but he just really hasn't been giving the opportunity for that. Yep. But he has been so good where – he just shuts down a side of a field, and he's done that against DK Metcalf, against Devontae Adams, against really good receivers where we don't even think about him anymore. Yeah, I'm actually a little bit disgusted at something that's happening nationwide, which is hmm. he's so good that people are already bored of it, and they're like, Sauce Gardner, have you yeah. seen this guy? Sauce is not as good. No, he's not. And someone, I think today, it was a Jets fan, so like, you know, God bless their soul, but um, he said something along the lines of, 
when has a, a, a young corner been this good, this fast as Sauce Gardner? And it's like... Is this just someone on Twitter? Yeah. Ryan, you know better than <laughs> well, that. No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it's just... Th this is the way that people are thinking, like, it's... The new thing is always what's interesting to people. No one's talking about Pat Sertan anymore. I, I actually disagree. I think Pat Sertan has got the the praise he deserves specifically from people who know it best that's the fair former mm -hmm. cornerbacks and the really good cornerbacks that are mm -hmm. playing in the nfl especially because broncos have had so many primetime games when the broncos play a primetime game corners are tweeting like crazy about mm -hmm. how good pat they sertan are. is and i do think that at the end of the year he is going to be recognized as an all pro uh because i think people are noticing it that much i just mean like the the overall discussion has already moved on from him it's it's just kind of like he's he's that good that we yeah, don't have to talk about. Yeah, it's the Chris it. Harris Jr. thing. And right? there's when no Chris reason to talk about the Broncos. And if you are talking about the Broncos, you're not talking about him. If, if the Broncos had the record the Jets had, they, they Pat Sertan would be everywhere. To the Jets' credit, they've you know they're the Jets first of all. They play in New York, and they've had some great moments. Yeah, they the Broncos have had none. Crazy enough. Yeah, they, it's certainly true. Um, so are you guys all going PS2? Yes. Yep. Okay. Easy. So then who? It's who, kind of I don't even think it's uncontested. Yep. I agree, but number two is very interesting. Mm -hmm. I've got two for it. Do you Ooh. have it for two? I, I have I have a couple that can be in okay. line, but really, yeah, I, ha I have a final two, and one of them's sad. Bradley Chubb. Bradley yeah. Chubb is one of them. Bradley Chubb has the uh, most forced fumbles on the Broncos. He has tied with Draymond Jones for the most sacks, and he has the most mm -hmm. quarterback hits. It's pretty damn good right there. Yep. Thank you for the first round pick. Good luck. Who's who's <laughs> second for you? Who's who's also is Draymond. Yep, yeah, and Draymond. Yep. He's also there for me. Congratulations on getting paid soon. <laughs> <laughs> How about him not getting paid during the bye week? Should we read into that? I don't think so. Because uh -huh. last last year, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, both got paid on the bye week. Um, I think we read into that a little bit. I. Uh, okay. I think uh, that. No, I, I'm starting to get there. I think that he is very money motivated exactly yep. that's I what think, i'm reading into it yep i think that there there could be a thing where he's saying i'm gonna keep betting on myself yep, yep. or there could be a thing where the broncos say why would we stop he's playing he, he's playing on a contract here and he's playing out of his mind just let him keep doing that well if the broncos do that though his price is only gonna go up now it could, or, or, or it could go down or he tails off yeah, but I still think at five and a half sacks where he's at right now, some team is going to say, aka the Jacksonville Jaguars with Malik Jackson, will say, yeah, we don't really care about the second half of the season. We care about the first half and the talent and potential there. Fair I, enough. Yeah. I think it's more so Draymond saying, oh, you want to give me 15 million a year? Nah, I'm worth 20 million a year. Bradley Chubb, different position. Just mm -hmm. got paid twenty-two million dollars a year. Uh, I think I'm worth more more about 17 to 20. I think, like you said, Ryan, Draymond Jones, very money motivated. Not a bad thing. I just think that's from comments he's made in the past. Point to that. I think he wants to not take any discounts. I would agree. Never take a discount. No. Um, especially in the NFL. There's no reason you should <laughs> ever take a discount. And I believe that very strongly. Especially, now, it's cool when guys do. Right. But they shouldn't. Well, especially when it's a first contract, too. You know, yes. uh, when, when other guys come to play with a Peyton Manning or a Tom Brady to try to get that ring, typically they're doing it on sure, their sure. third contract when they've already got the, the the big payment. Draymond Jones, 
He's made a lot of money for a person in his career so far, but for a football player that's really good, he, he's made no money so far being a former third-round pick. There's, there's there are too many stories of guys who did not secure the bag, and then it all fell apart from underneath them. So yep. secure the bag as soon as you can and get as much as you can. During the bye week. Well, I would can. <laughs> honestly, I, 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 there's a case to be made for that. Yep, absolutely. There's too many games. Like, if I don't know, if I were his like friend or his one of his family members, I would be saying, dude, there's too many games left to get hurt. Just take the massive bag that they're offering. I was gonna say, mm-hmm. especially when when you're talking about you know f- potentially fifteen million dollars as like a low ball or $13 million a year as a low ball. But if he thinks he can get $20 million, he's saying F that that's a 35% pay cut. Yep. Yep. Speaking of, uh, securing the bag, I did not win the Powerball. Sorry. Sorry to report. Yeah. But I did make about 20% of my original investment back. Mm -hmm. Uh, on you know like hitting a couple numbers here and okay, there. Okay, okay. So there you it go. wasn't all lost. Wow. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah. So rich man we're sitting with. So you know next time it gets to a ridiculous number, I'll have a little stash put away for mm. for a reinvestment. That is smart. Or I'll keep you, doing it till I lose all my money. Or you can use that stash over at DraftKings yes. Sportsbook, mm. where you I'm can much more successful there than I am with lottery tickets. Ryan, if you were new into DraftKings Sportsbook, you could use five dollars maybe that you made. You make five dollars? Yeah, fair to say. A couple yeah. more. Yeah. yeah, a couple more. You can use that place a five dollar money line bet on any NBA team. If they win, two hundred dollars in your account and free bets right then and there. That's a pretty good return, right? Yeah, that's a great can return. Can you guys do that off the top of your head? Nope. Nope. It's a lot. It's a big. <laughs> it's a big return. You can't either. Yeah, no, no, no. I just I don't want to give the math uh, no, math away. No. Like forty times. I, I'm gonna. It's in the upper quartile yeah. of the upper yeah. quartile. <laughs> oh man, what a press conference yesterday. I took uh, an IQ never... test today. Oh, did you? Yes. It cost like ten bucks, but it was totally worth it. I think the fact wow. that you paid ten bucks yep. instantly yep. gives you a yep. zero. No, I think it, you're no, right. no. It gave me a number, and I'm very proud. You want to oh. say it? No, I don't think okay. so. I think okay. I want to let people fair. speculate. That's fair. That sounds, never, like, a, sounds oh, like a Jim Mercy. Never allow Jim Mercy in front of a camera with a microphone. Oh my goodness! Because I bet over at DraftKings Sportsbook after they had fired uh, Frank, you probably could have got the field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I was gonna say if you could have wrote in. Jeff Saturday, you would have got incredible odds. But yeah, the field would have been like a plus great two thousand on the field. Yeah, or something. exactly. <laughs> you would have been a rich person. And DraftKings has so many things that you can bet on, including one that we're going to talk about probably tomorrow about how the Broncos can beat the Titans because it is a juicy one. So head over to DraftKings Sportsbook, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and use promo code DNVR when you sign up. That is code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700 and make sure to see show notes uh, in the detail or for details. You know where else you could uh, use that stash? Where? Where? Breckenridge Brewery. Mm. Ah. Just get a whole bunch of beers. Yes. I wonder how many beers you could buy with like, what was it? It was like $2 billion. But if you took the lump sum, it only ended up being $434 million. <laughs> It's crazy. After taxes? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Boy, I feel bad for those people. Yeah. yeah they got I mean, scammed. honestly, though, $1.6 <laughs> billion in taxes is, one of the, is actually sickening. Wow. That is pretty crazy. Well, no, because the lump sum comes brings it down. So it's probably like a billion in taxes. That's so funny. Oh, right, wow. right. Yeah. I think they'll be all right. But Again, I'm not feeling too bad for them. But they said, like, so-and-so becomes the first ever billionaire from the lottery. And it's like, no, they didn't. No. Oh, yeah. No, no. It would probably have to be like $10 billion. <laughs> It would, yes. Jeez. Uh, I, see, the thing about buying beers with all that money is that I'm sure Breckenridge would give you a discount. 
Like it's not like you're going uh, in to just buying like draft beer, paying you draft just, beer like, price. Buy a portion of the brewery. True. I wonder buy the if whole brewery. Rudo will get a a little deal from Breckenridge Brewery since he's bringing the beer for our DMVR Friendsgiving. Oh. Wow. And of course, you know we'll be drinking that Breck Brewery. DMVR Friendsgiving is legendary. It it's is coming legendary. up. We're in November. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Oh, yeah, it's next week. Yeah. It's next oh, week. Oh, it's next oh, week. Yeah. Holy cow. I don't yeah. know how that came up so fast. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. And the World Cup starts just a few days after that. Wow. This is I'm how down my schedule the World works. Cup today. I was all excited yesterday. I've kind of come back to earth a bit. Welcome. You got it too Welcome excited to too fast. I did. Yeah. Maybe maybe tomorrow I'll get the energy back up. Ask your lady how she's doing. Uh, yes. Um, yes. Wow. Breckenridge Brewery is awesome, wow. though. Breckenridge Brewery is awesome. You should buy all their beers and drink them. Um, they're the best beers and uh, if you support Breckenridge, you support us. So we appreciate that. Will Breck Brew help or hurt with that? Depends. Depends. Wow. <laughs> There's a line. <laughs> if you're wearing Depends, that probably won't. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, and <laughs> finally, us. Us? Come by the DNVR bar this Sunday. Uh, Broncos, Titans. Brunch? And we got brunch. Oh. And mm-hmm. Allie, uh, none of us have experienced a brunch yet because we were, mm. oh, you have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Review? Very good. Chicken and waffles, very good. I was oh. so excited for yes. that. All right, that's what I want. Chicken and waffles is such a great combination. Which is weird. I know. It is weird. It's and it's kind it's of sweet and savory. Some of the best chicken waffles you ever had were in Nashville, so it's kind of fitting. Yep. That Sad sense. we aren't getting them there. Oh yeah. Wait, true. did you have chicken waffles in Belgium? I we did have a, a waffle no. sandwich because that would have yeah. been incredible. Nashville versus they, Belgium. They didn't right. have chicken. better chicken, better waffles. What's yes. more important, it would be the chicken, to my, in my opinion. They didn't wow. have chicken and waffles. It's not a popular thing. Over what there. we did have there though, I so I had a sandwich that was like ham, Gruyere, mm. and some sauce that I would say was similar to Caesar. In between two Belgian waffles. Oh man! It was you it with so your hands? good. Yeah. Oh, uh, I actually did a little bit of you both. You used fork and because okay. uh, the sauce w- started to be a little bit messy. So then yeah. I went to the fork. It was actually one of the better sandwiches I've had. It was wow. so good. So are you a savory type of waffle guy? Well, they are. And what's really interesting about it is, it's not a breakfast item there. It's kind of like a lunch or like a snack or dessert. even dessert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. So even, that'd be the savory the, part. The, the, the waffle places don't even open till like 1030 or noon, mm. which Weird. is really interesting. We woke up the first day. We're like, let's go get waffles for yeah. breakfast. Wasn't an option. But most places wow. have both the savory and yeah. the sweet. Yeah. And they're I both the incredible. Sweet. Yeah, I would. I, yes. As well. Bananas Absolutely. and chocolate on a Belgian waffle. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. Sorry. Sorry. That sounds amazing. Uh, anyways, come by, have our brunch, get the chicken and waffles here uh, and hang out with us and watch the uh, watch the Broncos beat the Titans. There we go. Watch and beat the Titans. These over or underwhelming players aren't going to help with that, though. Who's been the Broncos most underwhelming player it's on so defense. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, this one's pretty easy for me. Oh. Jonas Griffith. Ah. There was so much hype, and not only has he not lived up to the hype, he just hasn't been good at all. Isn't it wild how we just haven't talked about him for a month because there was so much hype around him, and then it was like, oh, he's struggling. Oh, he's really struggling, and now it's like, that's just kind of what you expect. Like, like now he's... He should you're, be benched. You're looking at Alex Singleton and Josie Jewell. Yeah, and you got a... I, I actually didn't realize this, but you got a little bit of that 
in the Jacksonville game. He did. Uh, and it's certainly the move this week uh, yeah. against Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's the move the rest of the season. Uh, if I could choose a, like most impressive or most surprising player on defense, it would be Alex Singleton. Um, maybe we shouldn't be surprised because all he's done in his career is just make tackles, and that's what he's doing for the Broncos. But Jonas Griffith's been a massive disappointment. He has all the physical tools, and it's just not coming together for him. From a, um, He's not able to translate his speed into playing fast. I yep. had him as, uh, as my uh, – uh, Alex Singleton as my dark horse for most valuable on defense. Now, wasn't going to win it, but look, he hasn't even started half the games, yep. and he has the most tackles on the team. He's so yep. awesome. I love watching him play. He can just play. Yeah. You know, it's one of those guys where you're like, how is he getting signed for $1 million as a free agent, really, to be a backup special teams guy? When when he's on the field, he just plays. I love him. No, it's not, it's not game-changing plays, but he's he's extremely yeah. solid, someone you can really count on. I want to watch, like, his high school film or something. I bet it would be so awesome. Oh, my gosh. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be insane. Um, boy, I mean, I, th- I think you nailed it with Jonas Griffith. Uh, someone that I guess I would put up there, just because there's not really many other guys that you could put up there, Nick Benito. Um, the Broncos' first pick in the draft this year. I didn't expect him to come out and lead the league in, in sacks or lead the Broncos in sacks. I didn't expect him to be a, a great player, but he's really been non-existent for the most part. Outside of like one or two plays here or there, he was the first pick in your draft in a second-round pick mm-hmm. too. Uh, so just pretty disappointing there. Yep. I'd, uh, I'd throw Randy Gregory in, and it's only because uh, of the injury. But if we're talking like – what has been disappointing? Randy Gregory's not being around has been part of it. I would actually he say up he's. He, I was gonna say he to me has been more impressive than disappointing when because my expectations yeah. were when he plays, how good is he going to be? And he has exceeded my expectations when he's played. But I did come into the season with expectations of being he's probably playing half the games so far. Right about there. He was so good in the games that he played that I'm like chomping at the bit for him to get back. I'm yep. like, man, that was exciting to watch Randy Gregory play. Like he was that good. Fortunately, I think we're still going to be without him for a couple of weeks. That's yep. a bummer. Uh, someone in the comment section, Jose says, uh, Uwazarike. Um, to me, fourth round pick. Uh, sure, I think he's been a little bit yep. disappointing, but I don't think the most disappointing on defense. He played mm-hmm. a decent amount against the Colts, was it? I believe so. And then you just haven't really heard or seen yeah. much of him since. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, there shouldn't be many options for disappointing on defense because the defense has been otherworldly. Yeah. Yep. Which is really, really impressive. Yep. And it's the only reason why there's really any conversation like we had yesterday of the Broncos having somewhat of a path back to the playoffs is because I think they can compete with any team in the league. Um, I, I'll, I'll just leave that. They compete with any team in the league because of that defense. Broncos right now have the second best scoring defense in the NFL, giving up 16 and a half points per game. I believe only the Bills are better right now, giving up 15. If, if Russ, really just Russ, but the offense, but I'll just leave it at Russ. I think it's that simple. If Russ even plays average the rest of the way, they're going to have a chance to make some big upsets. It, of course, of course, I agree with you. Um, all right, now let's keep talking about Russ and talk about the most disappointing, underwhelming player on offense. He's the easy answer. To me, it's him, yes. Like, yeah. It has to be. It, it has but to be. But everyone's uh, been disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, literally everyone. So, now, there are so many options. You Russell, could even say Jerry Judy, who we gave offensive yeah. MVP, has been Al- disappointing. A- yes. Absolutely. Albert O, doing oh. almost nothing. Melvin with those fumbles. Like, you know, you expect fumbles, but you don't expect that. Like, that's been remarkably that's disappointing. extremely disappointing that you have – 
at least two losses on the shoulders of that's one disappointing person. you can pretty much go through the entire offensive line you sure can and say disappointing uh but it comes to russell wilson he's played in seven games and the bronc and he has six passing touchdowns yeah. six yeah only one of these guys is getting paid what 40 million right at least mm on average right um and so that has to be the most disappointing you brought him in to save the franchise and he hasn't even moved the needle forward even one tick no right now he is on he would be on pace for what 12 13 touchdowns and eight interceptions yeah it's it's incredibly disappointing um you hope that he can turn it around i still believe he can the arm talent is certainly still there um I, i you don't see anything missing there i think there is a big issue in terms of understanding the offense or I don't know if the word is understanding but feeling the offense you know feeling like it's it's second nature to him it is it is far from second nature to him at this point I think that's maybe the biggest issue uh and you just have to hope that time will heal that um so yeah he's been the most disappointing I also think the the response in the treatment of him is also extremely disappointing (laughs) uh maybe more nationally well, well and locally but if we're saying he's the most disappointing player on offense and wouldn't that response have some backing to it, it criticism is fine oh uh, okay you're yeah. talking about the extra stuff well, yeah, yeah they, I, I agree with that exactly yeah especially I do with think... well especially with what happened over the bye week and how he got absolutely <laughs> crushed for that so dumb. And, one of the dumbest things i've ever seen it, it just didn't make any sense yeah, it, it was. And then there was like this weird twisting of what of what he tweeted, which was just keep working into he tweeted that from the beach in Cabo. It's like he no, the, the, <laughs> the pictures of him in Cabo came out shortly after he tweeted that. But those two things are not what what they were made to be. In my opinion, you can keep working from Cabo. It just especially it, him, it, yeah. And and we don't need to to nitpick all of that because it's it's stupid. What what it is to me is it was mm-hmm. it's just uh Russell Wilson and his social team just not being in tune and uh, that's it. Just yep. don't don't tweet that if then there's a chance that you're gonna get a picture caught of you on the beach. It just it's just it's just no, he's been, he's been I, out of touch over the past three months. You also just know what's going to happen if you post a picture of you on a beach. He didn't post it though. But I TMZ mean, like, posted. but you Whoever are Russell posted Wilson, it, like, and you know that you are going to yeah. get identified. It's like but that's it's not the all, big problem, but that is. It's a part of the greater problem, which is trying to magnifying glass nitpick every single thing about mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. I guarantee you, with one hundred percent certainty, he was still working in cop. Oh, definitely. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So he literally could have tweeted that from, you know, a field where he was working that morning. Sure. He I, could have. Oh, yeah. He, he, he has committed no crime in this case. No, but also, Ryan, if you're on your bye week and you're on vacation, that's okay. Totally. That is okay. Totally. But <laughs> maybe is. just take a step back from everything. I... I I get there, what there you're are, saying. It's are, just the reaction was so asinine that yes. I have to come out on Russ's why, side of and this. And that's why yes. I don't think any of us got were, were against him no. for this. Yeah. No. no. I mean, was it a dumb decision to post a picture of you in Cabo? He didn't yeah. post. Well, whoever posted it under his name, like it's, it still comes out from him. You Wait, know? I did it though? Oh, did, did it? I don't was think it he Sierra posted it. 
I don't know. I didn't. I didn't care okay. about the it. The picture exactly. that like went viral and everyone freaked out about was from like a paparazzi. That's oh. what I thought too. Yeah. Oh, okay. But also, people tweet well, dumb then he gets stuff. No like he tweeted like keep work. Like, but people are just tweet to tweet. Yes, people people do that. But the thing is, is Russ has done that, you know, once a week mm-hmm. since signing with the team, uh, where it's just like, okay, let's just take a little step back. That that that, yes. and, and I'm saying that's I, like that's my harshest critique mm-hmm. of this. I'm yeah. not trying to nitpick. I'm just yes. saying that's the only part where I could see it being like. Okay, let's just not do that. Anymore. Yeah, the I mean, response was dumb, too, but also crazy predictable. There's so there, there's so much nuance. <laughs> we have too much nuance to even really have this conversation. I, we can agree on everything, right? The yes. response to him was Stupid. absolutely ridiculous. fucking ridiculous. Yep. Yes, and he shouldn't. There should have just been a little bit more awareness on the part yeah. of him and his team. Yeah. You knew of it was going to happen. Could happen. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. That's you it. Know, those of us who have spent our lives on social media know. You always have to think twice about what could happen before you press send on anything. Yep, that's very true. <laughs> that is very true. Um, so anyone else on that most, dis- I guess everyone on offense. Everyone. Yeah. The most disappointing. Everyone. Montrell offensively, maybe you want a little more to throw him in there. <laughs> like if that we fits really in the wanna, everyone category. Yeah, no, like yeah, you could yeah. really just run through. Brandon Johnson, sure. Yeah. Throw him in. No, pick just about anybody. I do think, like Russell Wilson, number one. Melvin literally could not hold down the starting job when we thought he was like, yeah, he's a 1A sort of back or 1B, yeah, whatever you want to call it's it. It's election day. Go vote. He yes, was running absolutely. unopposed and he lost the election. Exactly. Wow. So, I mean, Way I don't think... The, with the election. <laughs> I don't think Russell Wilson's like on another page when we're talking about... Got beat by write-in votes. Like, <laughs> yes. One more fumble and he could be... Uh, uh, inactive for three guys that have been signed off the off practice squads in the mm-hmm. past month. Well, and I guess they traded for Chase Edmonds to be fair. Yeah, Alberto fifty yards and he's been healthy. Okay, so that's disappointing. My disappointment with Alberto is more on the coaching staff. Now I'm not yeah. saying he's some incredible player, but I I just think you can do better than not playing him at all. Is Sobert that much worse of a receiver? Yes. See, I'm just not there. Like I Boy, just when was the last time we saw Sobert? It's sighting? true, but again, like <laughs> reps have gone down for him too. But I just, I'm totally out on Alberto. I mean, my, it, I, guess, like, I just don't think he has a place. So, so my thought is that the emergence of Greg Dulcich, Dulcich should actually help Alberto because I want to see them both on the field at the same time. Sure, you're telegraphing path, but so why not on, just have KJ thir- on instead? Because I think you can create different sorts of mismatches. I just don't know about that. Like I, I just don't think Alberto gets open against guys. Like, I just so, – so he – what? You said know. before – I've seen like, Drew Locke light up Alberto for a whole game before. And see, that's the thing, though, is like – so that's – he picked up, whatever, 350 yards that whole season, and that's when they were willing to let him block. So you had to at least think, like, this could be a run. You'd also blow right by him if it was. But now they're unwilling to block with him, which I think is the right call. Like, I just think he's unplayable. What about what about Fair just when, yeah. when you're going to tip it uh, and that it's a pass, you're in – um, you're in the gun, uh, empty. So it's only Russ, so there's no question of if you're passing it. So you're already tipping the scales mm-hmm. there. And you have Cortland, KJ, Jerry, Albert, and Greg. Sure. There's That's got to be uh, an advantageous position to put Albert in, right? Yeah, the problem with uh, going five wide in this offense is Russell Wilson doesn't throw short passes. There's and that. the more that you spread it out, the there's less that. time you have. It's, it's very true. He would yeah. be in that five, though, because there's no fourth receiver you'd put in front of him. Uh, you could do Montreal if you wanted to. I yeah. just want to force the defense to put their corner on him. Their less 
capable tight end coverer on Albert O and see what happens. But see, like, it's covering good tight ends that's hard. Like, if you just want to throw a corner on Albert O, you're going to be just fine. No, no. You don't he think can block so. corners. I don't know that he can. <laughs> I don't know that he can. Like, again, like, what was it? It was the... I think it was the... Is it Houston or San Francisco? It was the San Francisco game. He's on the field, 24 plays. He's asked to block twice, both passing plays, both sacks he gave up. Well, I'm not asking him to pass block. Fair, but I mean, <laughs> change it for a tackle for loss. That, like, he cannot block anybody. If you line him up, you know, uh, let's say you have uh, Chase uh. Edmonds to the right of Russell Wilson and Alberto, oh, wow. like, a little bit into the slot here, mm-hmm. and you line up a corner there. I'm handing the ball to Chase Edmonds and expecting wow. him to be able to make that block. <laughs> We're just so many years into this. I'm not doing it. It's like the Lloyd Cushionberry thing. It's like we, we see it over and over and over again. Fair enough. I yeah. don't know. I, I just feel like they don't have enough playmakers on offense to sit down one who I've seen to actually make plays with my own eyes and not play him at all. I, you could have made that case before the season started if they have so many playmakers, but we just haven't seen them yet. They don't have, it, yeah. they don't have any. No. Jerry Judy. I'll call him a playmaker. And, and Cortland can make plays, and so can KJ. But I guess the point is they don't have any that you say, like, you need to play, this guy's got you. Yeah. No, we, yeah. we haven't seen that. Definitely don't have the consistency there. But if you want to see these playmakers or single playmaker in person, go to Game Time. Click on the link in our description, whether you're watching on pod- or listening on podcasts, watching on YouTube, and it'll take you right to all of the Broncos games including the next one coming up in Denver against the Raiders. This could be a really fun game. If the Broncos beat the Titans this week, mm-hmm. you get the Raiders coming into town. Josh McDaniels, his first game Ooh. in Denver. Go to that one. And the Oof. Raiders are, they have more talent than their record would indicate. So it could yep. probably going to be a close, fun, exciting game and a massive game for the Broncos, especially if they beat the Titans. So check out game time. They're going to give you the best deals. They have the, the flash deals that pop up when you go there. And then they've also, I just love the interface. It shows you exactly what the tickets are going to look like. So check them out over at game time and make sure to click the link in our description. Also, if you're trying to watch the American Raptors, you can do that for free by going to the games. You can also stream their matches online, which is a lot of fun. Um, what is this? This is Saturday. They've got a big match. They're playing the Feco Rugby Toucans. Now, where is that? <laughs> They're in Colombia. They're going down to Colombia for that game. The like country? The, the, yeah, 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 wow. no, yeah, the country. Yeah, and I'd imagine the, the Colombian rugby team is about as good as an American team, right? You know, I don't know. No idea. Um, I believe if somebody said if it. If you would have given me three guesses, I would have gone Columbia, Missouri, Columbia, yeah. South Carolina, <laughs> <laughs> and then Columbia, well. the country. Uh, but when they are back, you can get free tickets to watch them here, too. All you got to do is go to AmericanRaptors.com. They're a lot of fun, and it's also fun to keep up with Colton Strickler and our DNVR rugby coverage. That's dope that they're going to Columbia, though. It is. They've done some really, they've done some really cool trips. Yeah. Yeah. Colton just gets to go and yeah. see him posting pictures. And I'm like, wow. So cool. That's sick. <laughs> that really is cool. All right, before we hop into the comment section, <laughs> we were so eager to talk about the league. We talked about it a lot the yesterday, league. but guys, let's go around the league and bring up a little <sighs> this league. You want to start us? Um, sure. Uh let no, actually you start us. Oh, I mean, this league, I just love that uh, there's always someone around a corner to say something really dumb. Oh. Um, maybe I shouldn't love that, but hearing 
the the quote from Jim Irsay about the upper oh quartile of the upper quartile gosh. just made me so happy. Oh like, I'm gosh. like, God, this somehow someone's always there to say something that makes me happy. Um, speaking of things like that, Mike McDaniel, uh, it's kind of like I'm the ex, uh, what's the, the Wolverine meme holding the picture, like looking at him crying. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. His, his little thing with Justin Fields is just so good. I, that's, I, I love him so much for that. And did you see his quote about it today or yesterday uh-huh. uh, when they asked him, what'd you say to him? And he's like, I told him to stop. And it was really frustrating because he didn't listen at all. <laughs> he didn't take my coaching. Yeah, he didn't take the coaching. Um, yeah, uh, I've said it before, but um, this is a one year where I think actually if I was the Denver Broncos GM, just flew me in for the off season they would be better off mm. now you can't say that every year i've, I've had some terrible takes mm-hmm. but i was pretty good with them this year mike mcdaniel Tariq woolen <laughs> jelani woods like all the guys that i liked turned out to be amazing oh. well if i just going- wish i could remember all the other names that were thrown around <laughs> right. malik willis we could find them malik kyler yep he was doing kyler that has nothing to do with this year what? I said I've had you were some not terrible in this takes. Season? Oh, yeah, okay. you 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 liked him. This you said he was worth the contract. Oh, well, he still might be. But we don't. We don't. I, I'm <laughs> not going to try to bash you for, for all of your moves. <laughs> um, but since we're going around the league talking about you know good head coaching candidates, because Ryan, you were all over him. Yep. My oh, guy. I think I was the only person. My guy, Kevin O'Connell. Also, oh, baby. Also doing a seven great Seven and one yes. with Kirk Cousins, and he's taking his shirt off. He got Kirk Cousins to be cool for a moment? Inspiring oh, no, Adam Schefter no, no, no. to take his shirt off. Uh, I don't did, know. You guys, did you guys watch the Manning cast That was night? crazy, the fact that Adam Schefter oh, did that. My God. I was I not did watch expecting it, but that. I was chatting with friends i didn't hear and uh, also did, watching okay, the so nuggets did, game did you uh did you see kurt cousins on it yes yes because no. you, you didn't have to watch it to or you I didn't did. have to listen to see when they first brought him up right before a commercial break kirk is sitting on a couch like this in the middle wearing like a sweater and he's just sitting like offset like hands in his lap like kind of just a soft smile he's on. About and to i was do like his like senior are, picks <laughs> yes i was like well, is this really a quarterback in the nfl that's seven and one right now but Kevin O'Connell's got him rolling. I thought he did look cool in that moment. Not in like yeah. an actually cool way, but in like, a, oh, he like gets that he's kind of, you know, uh, dweeby. And like, so he's leaning into it and like having fun with the guys. And like a Peyton Manning when he put on the chains after a game. Now, obviously oh, Peyton. Way cooler. Yes. Peyton naturally dancing because they showed that clip of Peyton yeah. dancing. Yeah, that did. was but, amazing. But, but I mean, Peyton, when he did that, it was kind of in a similar vein Definitely. of like, I'm not cool enough in this way to be wearing Touring chains, chain, but I'm yeah. I'm gonna do it to be one of the guys and 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 to to have fun with them. And, and that Kirk did do that like that. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. I thought it was like the it's the highest Kirk Cousins that ever ranked for me. And <sighs> seven and one, they are running away with that division. <sighs> but that schedule is about to get tough. The easy easy games are done. Who I, I mean, they've already played the Eagles. That was their only loss of the season. Yep, they're exactly on a the six last. game winning streak. Also, right now. Uh, Bills, Cowboys. Patriots, Jets, Lions, Colts. I guess that's not terrible. On the, uh, on the Nuggets podcast, they call this male form corner. Like, I should have known that Kirk Cousins was in really good shape, but I was actually impressed. Like, mm. I thought maybe <laughs> a little more dad bod, less, like, ripped. Huh. Yeah, but he's kind of a tiny guy, you know? He's, like, standard quarterback size. Uh, when I think of Kirk, I think of, like, on the smaller side. He's a little skinny. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he's got helps. some of those skinny muscles, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Things pop a little more. Uh, yeah, I was, I was impressed. Speaking, okay, my, my, my going around the league. The, also, one more thing. Yeah. Adam Schefter, I'm just impressed that he was willing to do that. Uh, yeah, I love that. Yeah. I was like, wow. He 
said yes to that. That's yeah. impressive. I wonder if it was his idea. I would believe it. I bet it was. I, that makes it less that's impressive. What I, thought. Yep. I thought it was. I, that's why I was <laughs> kind of where mine was coming. Yeah, from. that's kind of where I took it. But I don't know what he's got. He's got to be in his fifties. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Probably fifty. If you're in your fifties, you you're willing to take your shirt off on national TV, whether it's your idea or not. Good on it's, you. It, it, you it, it is. It is impressive. Uh, the NFC East, or no, the Easts are certainly not the least. In the NFC mm. East and the AFC East, two of maybe the worst divisions in the NFL coming into this year. Mm-hmm. There's. What, eight teams? Guess how many teams are below 500 of eight? None. Wait. One. Commanders are four and four. What's Patriots are... F- they lost. There's one. Patriots are under, right? Incorrect. There is, is one. Uh-huh. Only one. But it's the Commanders. They're four and uh, five right now. The Patriots are five and four. The Dolphins oh, are six won. and three. The Jets are six and three coming off a win against the Bills who are six and two. And then in the other uh-huh. East, you have Philadelphia, obviously eight. No, Dallas six and two, the Giants six and two, and the Commanders four and five. These were supposed to be like the two worst divisions mm-hmm. in the NFL. So bad, so easy. And then you see Daniel Jones all of a sudden look like a, a good quarterback. You have the Jets beat the bills the the uh the patriots started off tough but now they're coming back it's just incredible and just really points to this nfl this year of just anything can happen i mean when Mm -hmm. the jets what were they a 12 point underdog against the bills when they beat the bills 14 Mm -hmm. are you kidding me it's uh it just shows how crazy the league is this year it reminds me a lot of before the season when ryan kept saying it's the best division in the history of football the afc west is Mm -hmm. and i said shouldn't we watch them play first (laughs) Yep. The answer was no. The answer was no. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just got to lay it out there. But remember Mike McDaniel? Yep, you were right about that one, weren't you? <laughs> Tariq Woolen? Imagine him next to Pat Sertan. Uh, oh, man. Speaking of the Seahawks. Yeah. That's a this had, league if it weren't just so shitty for us. Yeah, yeah. They had the AFC, or no, they had the rookie of the month on offense and the rookie of the month on defense hat tip to the gm uh and then you know who is the favorite to be the coach of the year right now Pete carroll it's gotta be carroll you know who went from not even listed to being an mvp now i believe in the top 10 if not top five gino gino freaking smith what's so crazy about gino is like he did some things in college that were legitimately insane Mm-hmm. And then just like came into the NFL and you know be was nothing and couldn't do anything with the Bills. Yep. So everybody's like, oh, you can't do anything with the, the Bills are terrible. And then Nobody can do anything, can do anything with, with the Jets. The yeah. Which again, same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then oh, the Jets, then Bills bounces around, bounces around, and like now he looks kind of like what everyone expected him to be coming out, which is it's just crazy. Like it doesn't. He's playing like so clean and normal. I don't know. It's like the first week it was like okay that was fluky. Yeah. Yeah, and then like he just keeps doing it over yeah. and over again. Like, time to bring back Brock Osweiler. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> still got it. At what at what point if <laughs> what you're the about Seahawks? C- EJ Manuel. Ooh. Oh wow. At what point if you're the Seahawks do you say he's our guy for the long term? Sign him up. Never. <laughs> you have to. No. He's gonna be their quarterback next year. He's it's Case if they, Keenum. If it's they make Case the playoffs, Keenum scenario all over again. If Case Keenum had stayed with the Vikings, we've been all right. Who'd have been better? It would have been better yeah. for the Broncos. If you can get yeah, Gino what, and he's cheap, true. like, but that's he's the thing—he's not, not going to be cheap. Will you pay? Uh, I mean, hundred three-year, hundred million-dollar contract. No, two I years guaranteed. That. I wouldn't do that. Make it sixty, and I'm in. 
Yeah, so Gino wasn't with the Bills. He was with the Jets. Here's I thought it was Bills, too. I must have been EJ Manuel is the Bills. Yes. Probably Jets, who yes. you're talking about or Maybe. thinking about. Same guy. Um, the, what could be the saving grace for the Seahawks is if they don't want to get attached to Gino long, long term is the Broncos draft pick just getting worse and worse to where they can get a quarterback. True. Yep. And now I actually liked the 49ers. Now I have to root against them every week. Yes, you do. Yes, you certainly do. And they just had a new injury to Eric Armstead. They are getting um, a lot of guys back this week, though, I believe. I think uh, Nick Bosa is going to be back. Yeah, they, they're getting a ton of guys back. And they well, play the Chargers Sunday night football in San Francisco. Win-win. Oh yeah, it is or lose wow. lose. No, it's a win win. <laughs> Wait, who who do the, who do the Broncos want in that game? Chargers the are five turf. and three. Wow, wow. <laughs> After everything wow. that's happened with turf over the last couple of days, that's what you say. Jeez. Wow, I'll probably get killed for You're that. You're hoping for some LA doctors out there too. No, um, the meteor. I don't know. Oh, oh my wow. god, you definitely want the. That's the even Niners. worse. You do want the Niners. <laughs> It's funny because if I would have said the meteor, everyone would be like, ah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. The turf is like actually kind of messed up. Yeah, you're hoping for guys to get injured. That is what, did uh, not quote, say that. Quote from Ryan. I want them to trip a lot. Oh, okay. You want them to Eric Decker it then? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. You yes. could have said Eric Decker and not gone to something that indicates serious injuries that hurt a lot of I, people and a lot of fans. See, bases you're putting words in my mouth. Make people's mm. careers get ruined. You're wow. putting words Ryan in my mouth. I never said that. Uh, November 8th, 2023. Anyways, should we hop into the comments? So. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I did just look. If the 49ers win, there's a 9% chance the Broncos make the playoffs. Chargers win, 8%. Oh. And I'm sure, like, if, if we're talking, like, 60s, there's more of, like, a 10-point swing or something, but... I just said, uh, you know, I have to root against the Niners every week. I will never, never root for the Chargers. No. So, uh... Well, so then that, Ryan, that, that this game is actually kind of interesting because you're either cheering for this year for the Broncos... Or the future mm -hmm. of the Broncos. Yeah, or you just like have morals. <sighs> no, no. At some point, you yeah. have to cheer for what's best for the team. Well, so, then like, it's definitely the pick. Well, then you're giving up on this year. Have I'm you given up on up this on year? Anything. Because this year, you want it's the 49ers to difference. win. It's a 1% difference. Yeah. If the Broncos win their next three games, it's 29% if the Niners win, 26% if the Chargers win. Man, I. So okay, it just the, doesn't matter. Those statistics well, I mean, may, points, be, yeah. may be right, but. If the Broncos win this week and the Chargers lose, the Broncos only one game back of the Chargers. And yep. right now, the Chargers are in the last place, uh, last uh, playoff spot right now. Mm -hmm. So the Broncos would be right there. Yep. It would be nice. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, like I said, do you want the Chargers to lose? For this year, yeah. Yeah. It's worth it. And just for life. <laughs> it's, yeah. Because I feel like I'm the Niners, the Niners the are making the playoffs anyway. You know? Chargers aren't so, like, It's about what breaks. they do in there. The Chargers aren't supposed to get breaks. They've gotten two this year. It pisses me off. Wow. Oh, the Chargers don't really get breaks, though. I know. They yeah. got two this year. Oh, the other one's a missed field goal? The missed field goal and the, the fumble. Worst fumble I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. South Man. of Leon Lett. If, if that fumble doesn't happen, we're probably talking about the Broncos being 3-4-1 and one, mm -hmm. and the Chargers being 4-3-1. Oh, I, I was Wait, what fumble are you talking about? 
I'm talking about the Montreal fumble. No, talking I'm talking about. about the, oh, this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another break for the <laughs> goddamn Chargers. Gosh. Okay, let's hop into the comment section. First one coming in from Micah Pexa says, wanted to wait until everyone was back to post this, but really fantastic meeting all three of you in London last week. All three of you guys were super friendly and approachable. It was nice to meet you all in person after four years of listening. The pep rally and the tailgate were amazing, and it was so cool to meet Broncos fans there from around the world. The win against the Jags just capped off a truly incredible few days over there. Thanks for helping to make it a special one, guys. And right back at you, Micah Pexa. Thank yeah. you for making it a special one. Loved meeting you. Loved meeting everyone. And as Micah Pexa said, we're all approachable. Nice guys. So if you wow. ever see us out at the bar anywhere, uh, in Denver, in D.C., in London, yep. reach out. Absolutely. Please do. Uh, and it was great meeting Micah, like a real OG. Yep. Um, everyone remembers when, when he did the Appalachian, Appalachian Trail? Yep. Appalachian Trail? Yeah, 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 just roll through it. I think it's Appalachian. Oh, I was Appalachian, I, Appalachian, Appalachian felt Appalachian. more correct to me. The A Trail. Yes. Yes. Um, so, yeah, great to meet you, Micah. Next one from Nash Bronco says, pretty disappointing you guys won't be making the trip. I will definitely be DMing RK for the tailgate hookup. I even found a restaurant here that has quality green chili. I got to confirm that. I was going to say, do you trust that it's quality? <laughs> you have to like send it to me because I'm not going to eat it when I go to Nashville. You be Oh, send like True. the actual thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I'm, if I go to Nashville, like we did last time, All I'm eating is. hot chicken hot for chicken. every meal. Every or meal. barbecue. Or bar we did have one very good barbecue meal. Man, that sounds so good right now. I know. Now. I'm actually so sad about it. He says, this game is so winnable. The Titans' defense is good, not great, and they don't have any wide receivers, so I'm not that scared of Tannehill. Besides, Russ, what player has to have the best game of their career to win this one? I vote Baron Browning if he plays and Casa Bonita if he, if he doesn't. Uh, no one has to have the best game of their career for the Broncos to win this. True. But if Greg Dulcich has the best game of his career, I think it'll go a long way. Uh, well, I mean, if Russell Wilson has the best games. game of his career, exactly. they're going to win. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at two guys. Oh, but he said besides Russ. I'm looking at two guys. I'm taking Dulcich. And I do think they may have to have one of the best games of their career. You know, just one guy, DJ Jones. Wow. Okay. That makes sense. Need to stuff it. Need to absolutely do everything that he, I was going to say Draymond Jones as well, uh, but Draymond just a little bit more of a, a pass rusher. Yeah. Uh, so DJ. Mm -hmm. Fair. I mean, Melvin has a 196 yard game against the Titans. Ooh. If he has the what best year game. year was that? Uh, 2016. Pretty mm -hmm. recent. I was mm -hmm. a freshman in college. No, sophomore in college. <laughs> Broncos were the defending Super Bowl <laughs> they, champions. They, they were. But yeah, I mean, 196 if melvin has the best game of his career i think he outdoes derrick henry and the broncos win wow i don't think he's gonna get the opportunity to put up 196 though no he'll have to have two carries of 98 yards each uh casa well, Benito, by the way i touches. saw someone in london who had a, a jersey a custom jersey that said casa no Benito. way oh wow. my gosh was it a family member I don't think so. Yeah, actually, that one wouldn't be fair. Yeah, that'd be no. a weird thing. <laughs> <to gather. laughs> yep. Next one's from The Count, who says, Great to have you all gathered together for a pod again yesterday. Mm -hmm. Though it was pretty heavy on football talk, to be honest. Sorry. <laughs> Let's dive into your grades for London. Food. Ooh. <sighs> okay. Um, I'd, go, I'd, go, I'd go B. Yeah, I think I would personally. go B, too. Yeah, yeah. I think I was going to go B+. Plus, yeah. um, and my only negatives are that and I don't mean this in a bad way, but it's just a thing that exists. All of the food has like a little bit of an Indian food taste to it. Mm. The Indian food was incredible, but like I had Taco Bell 
and it tasted a little bit like Indian food. <laughs> it has to be the spice. There's, there's some spice. spice that they yes. use when they're trying to make things spicy, which doesn't make it spicy at all. Uh, which I thought that's what you were going to say. It. Um, so that, that and then the fact that there's everything that I had, anything that said it was spicy, it wasn't. Um, so that was a knock for me. Wow. I came back and just mentioned in eating so much spicy food. <laughs> also, random thing, kind of related. On the plane, <laughs> I ordered, uh, on the plane back, there was like chicken or pasta, right? Oh, um, yeah. So I ordered the chicken and it was like a, some sort of chicken curry, okay. green curry. It was delicious. Good. It was good. There was this little red pepper on it. Yes. And I was like, no. There's no way this could be hot. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And I ate it. And anyone Ryan who knows me knows my, you lost it. Yeah. my spice tolerance is as high as it really can be for like a normal person. Um, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if he another person on this flight that isn't me eats this or just like a person with low heat tolerance eats this, they are going to be crying. <laughs> wow. Like it hit me at like a maybe a nine in terms of how hot it was wow ryan's like if you were to have eaten this you it would have be ruined, like crying it could have ruined someone's day vomited, yeah that's that's <laughs> so dangerous on a plane I, that's <laughs> I was like, there's no way they would just right, right, give right. this out to a bunch of people <laughs> right. if it's that hot you know i was like oh my god <laughs> wow uh, there was like a little salad on the side with like some mozzarella balls on yeah, it i was just yeah, crushing yeah. those trying yeah. to get it to calm down or the ice cream yeah no i just Ryan crushed was mine like, up uncomfortably oh yeah. that so would spread it all out every occasionally get like a seed and it'd be like oh my god this is painful wow but no that was the way to do I it i just ate it all in one bite <laughs> i went Oof. with the other meal i don't think it was pasta though on ours it was like it was like a oh, vegetable yeah. lasagna it was maybe? no it was uh it was uh there were three on ours it was, wasn't quinoa but it oh was it was another a buttery grain. oh butter bean yeah masala. i had that one i had that one not too good uh, <laughs> really bad <laughs> i had one bite of my chicken curry and i was like when did they just made airplane food good again they yeah. didn't tell anyone yeah coming uh, on the way <laughs> yeah, over there my, my meal was really good yeah. so good yeah like for years like up until like the two early 2000s plain food was good and then it yes. went bad and then it went to like yeah. inedible yeah. and then they just stopped giving it entirely <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh and now it's back yeah it is it is big time. Man, back. All even right. plain food's making me hungry. Also, right now. Melvin, that 196 yard game, 65 receiving yards. Oh my gosh! So 260, 250, Oof, 260. That's All a big purpose. one. Yeah. Oof. Uh, grade the people A plus. A plus. Oh, yeah. my food grade. I'll give it like a. Oh. I'll give it a B plus. I had the steak and ale pie the first night, and really it was good. really good, and that carries the rest. The of fish it. and chips is the last like true. Oh, the fish and chip meal makes I had, and it was so good. Me. Like I can't uh, believe that I'm craving it, and it's messed up because yeah. it's gonna be a long time before I have I, it. I, we didn't get to eat at that same place the second night. Which was my game oh, plan yeah, was to get there too. the second night, yeah. and so when but I had fish and chips later, London. they do it like they do in America. That was nothing like America. It was nothing. That was like not America. like America they, at all. They, so I posted that because I got yeah. it there, and uh, I thought it was like crazy. And, piece and, of yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and people, yeah, every all the locals said like, no, you have to get a fish and chip place where it's gonna be so yeah. much better. And that's I thought, where I, I went. Thought, and I, I thought like, it was eh. good. It didn't blow my mind okay. away but maybe it's because it wasn't from the right place but yeah. what did blow my mind away was the presentation yes oh my goodness yeah it was it's just, it's impressive. just fish. a fish yeah but, and that's how it was at the place we went to except you just got it on like a little boat mm -hmm. and yeah. pour the I, vinegar on there I put so much vinegar on there <laughs> and then i went back and got more <laughs> yeah all right i was disappointed overall rank the sites you know i'm not a big sites 
guy in general. Mm. In terms of like tourist, seeing touristy things. Yeah, that's and all I'm interested in. I know. Yeah, I'm a big yeah you yeah. woke yeah. up early to go do that. Oh yeah. And all of the ones that I saw were like really awesome. And I didn't realize that I'm really, I really like seeing super old stuff. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. what a terrible time <laughs> figuring that out now that you're back. Well, no, I, I oh, got to enjoy that? it. Okay. Well, um, when we were in Belgium, yeah. we went and like Ryan usually says okay. he doesn't like museums I or anything like that. Don't. And we really saw a lot of great artwork and quick, quick. When's Belgium? the last time you'd gone to a museum? The um, museum. The Pro Football Hall of Fame. Oh. And when I didn't like that See, one, no, I was like, there's terrible, no though. way I could like any <laughs> See, like, museum. I have yeah, no interest bad. in that one. Yeah. No, you yeah. liked yeah. the museum. The museum, which is But that wasn't the last one I went The museum was really cool. Yeah. Museums are good. But that's not the point. Depending. There's so the much sites, reading. That's Tower, the hardest yeah. part. Tower of London's incredible. Yeah. I know. We it's so get cool. To go. Like, it's all the suits of armor like the King Henry VIII was wearing. I've said that like six times on this podcast by now, but <laughs> it's incredible. Like, from the 1500s, and they keep that. Seeing old stuff is pretty cool. Yeah, you should come with. I would say. I, I wasn't invited. Oh. Yeah, I Whoops. wasn't <laughs> Whoops. Um, you I, just I would, would wake up early and leave. So. I, would say, uh, I would say sites are a B for me. And mm. the, the only reason why not an A is because they the the biggest iconic sites there may be like some of the most viewed things that you've seen as a kid mm -hmm. growing up. And, and just because they're that popular where it's not like the biggest shock. Whereas if you go to, you know, a mm. Bruges or something and you don't see things all the time, then you're like, oh, my gosh, this stuff is so cool. Where going there, you're like, wow, I'm seeing this in person for the first time. But I've seen, seen it so many it. times yeah. before. Yeah. Fair enough. That's that's actually the reaction I had because we were, when we were in Bruges, we weren't even on like trying to sightsee. Right. But we just stumbled upon a cathedral and we're like, let's walk in. Yeah. We walked in and it happened to be that in that cathedral they had the only Michelangelo statue that left Italy. Wow. Uh, and it was bought by this super rich guy from Bruges, and he mm. was like. You know, he just wanted it. He gave it to the and church. And then he donated it to this church mm -hmm. and was like, I'll donate this to you guys under the conditions that it stays here forever and my family gets to be buried under it. Wow. And so they did so it. So that was a huge... Henry's a looking deal. confused. That's they, a good deal. That was a big thing. Like, there was a lot of tombs there and a oh, lot yeah. of people, a lot of artists, like... They would hire artists all. to, like, do, decorate their tomb because they thought, like, if their tomb was prettier, then they would have a better chance of getting into heaven. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So anyways, then just less likely to be forgotten. Then Napoleon yes, stole it. What a dick. From the church. Wow. So then they had to get it back. Got it back from him. Then Hitler stole it. Oh jeez. They what had to get it back from him and it was back. So like I'm just looking at this thing I'm like think about all the <laughs> really all, all the things this thing has yeah. been through. Yeah. Hopefully huh. no one tries to steal to it again. So then go right back there again. Yeah. Yep. Right where it belongs. Pretty back cool. home. Yeah. Pretty cool. What you were saying though, Zach, where it's like you've seen it all before. Yeah. That's what Buckingham Palace was. We walk in, it's like, oh, it's kind of, there it is. Right. But then when you go around it and you see like all the grounds, and you're just like, oh my goodness, they just have a massive amount of land. Like they're just running around in there doing whatever they want inside that fence. Like the king might just be on the other side of that fence just going for a stroll. I love that they call him KC3. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching the crown, so I've been telling Ryan just so much history on. The oh wow! Everything. I'm watching the Leeds show on <laughs> Amazon Prime. Wow. Um, Jared here in the comments said museums are good. Come teach a guest lecture in my class, yes. Hank. You are an alum. I'll let my students know you'll yes. be here on Thursday. See, wouldn't that be fun if I go back to teach classes on art? Wow, that would be something. History. I would yeah. not have guessed that. Ever. I would trust anything Henry tells me about history. Oh yeah, um, it's all right. Vibes ranking. So wait, I never gave my ranking. Vi a, um, which is not what oh. I expected. And all the sites oh, yeah. like 
the the river was beautiful the london eye is actually really cool like you wouldn't expect huh. to like look at a fair or ferris wheel is that what that's called yeah. yeah yeah and be like that's sick but i did so anyways huh. sites were an a for me yeah i'll give it an a vibes a plus 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 yeah. plus, they were plus plus all good vibes all the way through yeah yep. yep. there were really there were never bad vibes there were never bad vibes. No, I can think no. of one time. But that's <laughs> I can it. think of one time. Also. <laughs> <laughs> oh Do God! I know this what time? is that bad? I, the one time I'm thinking about, we had we had spoken about. We had a nice little gossip <laughs> corner. Oh boy! <laughs> I don't remember either. No, no idea. Uh, Marissa was car sick at the time. No wait, no, no. Wait. It was the next day. I don't remember. That I think we're thinking time. of different. There must have been two times. Oh we're on the gosh. bus for that one. Wow. There were there was a second bad vibes time. Not thinking. This is the real bad one. Wow. On the bus, remember? No. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're on the way back. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, drinks. Again, it's going to be an A-plus for me. The, they love gin yeah. there. Yeah, those were good, but the, the low-carbonated beer, I would just want that. Why haven't we brought that over? Oh, I... It doesn't have to be ooh, all beer. I just want it for one... There's like a reason. One beer at the DNVR bar should have... We should have a cask ale on tap. Okay. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. fine with that, but some people don't like... Mm, not very cold, non-carbonated beer. See, I actually got into that. But I do. You do. I got into it. And it might have just been because I was there. I might try it here and just be like, yeah. I think if it was here, then you wouldn't be going this is terrible. What was nice about it, though, is that, like, sure, it wasn't cold, but then even when it, like, you didn't drink it as fast, it still was good, no matter what time. Like, if you chugged it, it was fine. And then if you waited for, like, over an hour, it still was fine. Right. But I'll also say, like, that's the kind of stuff that I don't care about. Yeah. It's like, I want to go see the old stuff in the museums. I have no interest in going to a British club. Like, mm. the pubs are actually I to go to that a part Taylor of Swift exploring one. it, though. That thing goes hard. I the missed what? that. I totally There's a Taylor that. Swift club in London where, like, all they do is just play Taylor Swift, but like only people who blast. love Taylor Swift go to it. Yeah, so everyone just awful. goes crazy. Could it's you imagine, incredible. like, weren't we there when her new album came out? Or it yes. was like just she was in London. And she was in London she as well. She performed wow. at one of the concerts. We missed out. Yeah, I know. we missed out. Yeah. Kylie asked, she was like, maybe we should all go to this. Yeah, and she we made did a surprise it. appearance at the Boney Bear concert. And she made a surprise <laughs> appearance. <laughs> Taylor Swift did? Yeah. Yes. That combo in not be But not when you me. were there. No. no, that was a different concert. Oh, that was a different concert. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I just like being around people who really love a certain thing. It's like sports. That would have been that would have been wild. I mean, you just go there for like two hours though. It's only Taylor Swift. I like Taylor Swift. Yeah, I I, 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 could, I could get Henry, down for that. AJ was really? just talking about us re doing the reunion when we all went to the Taylor Swift. That concert. was fun. See, yeah, think but of that. Because, but that just that kind of thing is fun. Like I, it was good. But also, it was good that there were massive snakes coming up out of the ground, and there was that sort of thing going on too. Like just well, listening to the music in the club too. Henry, do you know They're what no clubs way. are? Clubs They're are like very, the uh, most performative. Yes, they have the the most. It's <laughs> I, all I've about like club. touching true. every part of every sense. <laughs> really, essentially, yes. See, I really just Especially don't think I like Europe. that place. <laughs> At least in Prague, clubs are nuts. All right, so I'm Henry needs on, a water bottle. I don't and like clubs in general. To a club. I don't either. But that one sounds like it's fun. That's and the I've one. Seen videos from it, and the I'm Taylor like, Swift one's the one. Yeah. It's like, oh, if there's one good club out there, it'd be the Taylor Swift one. That's what you're thinking. And I wouldn't even consider myself like a diehard Taylor Swift fan, but she neither has, would I. She has like Bangers. hundreds of hits. She's got huh. great hits. I don't know about that. And I don't know. Like I said, like you know when you're going there that it's just like going to a Broncos game. You know that everyone loves the Broncos when you go there. So it's, it's fun because you're just around a ton of people who are really excited to be there. I don't know. 
But it's kind of like my thing. It's like soccer. Where it's like, uh, you, but I guess you guys enjoyed the soccer game. I don't well, know. So you I were know, a like, big soccer fan yesterday. Yeah, that was yesterday. Okay, okay, okay. Welcome yeah, back. Yeah, we have to Welcome break the news to Dre. That I've kind of gotten <laughs> over it. All right, the count got like 20 minutes on his question, and there's still more, but we're going to move on so we can... Yeah. We actually no, have a, wait, what are the other ones? We can fly through. No, they were, they were football related. Oh, well, he was the one complaining about us talking about football too much. We do have two Super Chats, but we want to make sure we get to those. Okay. Uh, so first one's from Nick, who says, Kush has been consistently bottom five center. He is not average at best. He's below average at best. We need a vet next year. Even vets are cheap. I was the hardest on him, and he says I wasn't hard enough. Even yeah. vets are cheap. I mean, if you want to, good players are not necessarily good cheap, linemen. Are tough to find. Yeah, good yeah. linemen tough to find. Yes, but good, but decent old linemen can be had. Well, if if Russ has got to play better and become that attraction that we thought he was going True. to be for for people in free agency. Yeah, I'm talking Demar Dotson level player. Okay, that's oh, yeah. And man. so you got Billy Turner, you got. Uh, uh, Cam Fleming, you got uh, yeah, wasn't there another th- those Tom are, Compton? Yeah, I mean those are the people that you're talking about. And it's like, yeah, Tom Compton been hurt the whole time. That's what happens half the time you sign one of those guys. Uh, Billy Turner, Billy Turner, also. him in particular, yes. Um, Cam Fleming, like, sure, yeah, sure. I don't want any more depressing offensive line talk. <laughs> no, well, that's just what <laughs> offensive line talk is. I know. There's Next. only one Quentin Nelson next one and he's having a bad year uh if broncos do make the playoffs i think we have an advantage with russ knowing uh how sorry, clutch russ knowing, was. No clutch russ, it, knowing how clutch russ Very was in the here. playoffs uh with seattle what chance do you give if we make it this year with our defense it's a totally different game in the playoffs the defense would make a huge huge difference definitely but it all comes down to in the world where the Broncos make the playoffs, Russ is playing <laughs> yeah, way yes. better. So yeah, they have a great chance in the playoffs. <laughs> yep, they were they'd be on a seven and three or seven and two run probably. Man, not to be too realistic here, but Russ hasn't been great in the playoffs since the Super Bowls. Well, Russ has done a fantastic job making the playoffs every year, but I don't think they made it out of the divisional round since the Super Bowls. Right. So but- so you're <laughs> right. It would be the defense yes. that would help propel in that case. I don't think that's necessarily like a Russ magic thing. Russ magic is in the fourth quarter when he leads comebacks, mm-hmm. regardless of what where it is. But uh, that's where he's great is the fourth quarter, not necessarily like Mr. Clutch in playoffs. Yeah, it's kind of scary to be thinking about this in year one with Russ, but it would be you would be trying to replicate the Peyton Manning 2015 Super Bowl. The defense carries you. The quarterback makes a couple good reads, a couple good plays, and gets you over the hump. And then just look at when the yeah. Seattle Seahawks made the Super Bowl. It's exactly the same thing. And when they won the Super Bowl, exact same thing as 2015. Yes. We'll test the theory against the Chiefs, but I do think that defense can beat anybody. That's when we'll know for sure if that's true, but I think well, that defense they can, can beat put anybody. The, they can put the team in a position to win. Wait, they, who? Who are you talking about? The Broncos, Broncos defense, defense can beat anybody. This defense? Well, they can put the team in a position anybody. to beat anyone. It's whether or not the offense takes that position and runs with it. The Bron- Guys, the Broncos just traded who we just said was true. their runner-up for MVP on defense. So true. the defense is going to take a hit, and <sighs> I am adjusting my expectations to that a little bit. Like They're still going true. to be very good. Top 10 certainly, I think, it is in their realm. But they're the second-best defense right now. I'm expecting a fall-off because of, of the trade. We'll see. Yep. Uh, it's hard to say. I, I'm, I'm actually not. But just because they've done such a good job of replacing anyone who's been injured. Uh, but who... What, what? Justin Simmons went out. They were fine. But what... He also is not Randy Gregory good. went out. They were fine. What like, you could just see Justin Simmons could just get better. Because he's 
not been all what that great. quarterbacks have the Broncos played? They've played Geno Smith, Davis Mills, Jimmy Garoppolo making his first start, Derek Carr, Matt Ryan, uh, Justin Herbert, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence. Coming up, they've got Ryan Tannehill, not that good. Hopefully Derek Carr, who close. they've already played. I guess Panthers aren't very good. And then you have Lamar Jackson, uh, Patrick Mahomes twice. And so is is Justin Herbert no longer in in that uh, conversation? Uh, with Patrick Mahomes, no. Okay. Cer- uh, certainly mm-hmm. not. No, okay. he's he's fallen off. Good. Patrick um, Mahomes has his still, own conversation. He's still very good, um, but no, he's not in that elite conversation for me right now. And they held him to what? How many in the re- in the in regulation? The Chargers. Yeah, sixteen. So they should be. Uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yep. Yeah. You're right that they they hurt themselves for sure. Right. Didn't right. make it any easier. That's the guarantee. Right. KW7 says, so great to have you guys back. What do you think the biggest issue has been with Cortland Sutton? He went from averaging 83 yards and six receptions a game to 16 yards on one reception over the last three. He doesn't seem to be injured, and it's a crazy drop-off. Do you think this is a statement game for the offense if we can score more than 20 points, 17 in regulation, that KC put up against this Titans defense? Hmm. I, I don't think no. it's necessarily going to be comparing it to that. It's going to be then two games that the Broncos have scored 20 points back-to-back games. There's no statement where you score 20 points. Got to score 30 for me to even enter the statement realm. Well, yep. You're feeling a little consistency, though. Sure, you're saying we've taken a step forward. <laughs> back-to-back 20-point games. Yeah. On to something. If it's 23 or 24-point games... Then we're saying that's what the Broncos need to win the rest of the way. But it's True. not a statement. It's not a statement, though. Yeah, it wouldn't be a statement. Well, no. it's, it's it a consistency. No. I guess the, t- the definition of what a statement is. To me, exactly. a statement is like NFL teams around the league are like, uh-oh, did the Broncos figure something oh, out? Oh, well, it's certainly not. No. Exactly. Yes. It's like statement feels like a big confident, like, look what they just did. Yeah. Whereas though, like, when you're averaging 15 points a game, if you go out and put 24 up, it's like, yeah, you know. Hey, maybe they're not what we thought. They're That's still bad, but not right what we thought. Yes, game. not a statement. That's yeah, not take it. You're right. It's not uh, opening anyone's eyes. Right. The Broncos are saying, "Open your eyes, <laughs> NFL." They're like, "We scored 20 <laughs> points." And everyone's like, "Cool." Everyone's like, "Golf clap." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Arvada Luke to do says, that. "Welcome back, team." The London <laughs> game and subsequent bye has, in my opinion, really invigor- reinvigorated the po- positivity around these parts. And the abroad DNVR pods were absolute gold. Love yes. to hear it. Did Hackett have his Ted Lasso moment or the rest of the season tell that story? Um, bo- the answer to both of those things can be yes. Definitely more time. You need more time. Y- yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, any chance Fish and Chips makes the DNVR bar menu, thereby solidifying the storied London trip into the history books? If we had Fish and Chips, I would eat that once a week. I just like... Wow. But it has it to be done right. right. Yeah. Right, right. I mean... It usually is. I like I feel like it's where you have bad fish in, and chips. Instead of trying to, fried, the first time I ever had um, food poisoning in my life was from fish and chips. Really? Worst food poisoning oh, I've yeah, ever had. Too. Huh. Instead of trying to make, you're not really selling this on the bar right now. <laughs> well, um, instead of trying to make it good, like great, like they do in London, just do it where it's gonna catch everyone's eyes. Just do the big piece of fish. Yeah. We did have it, I think, at one in one here? iteration of the menu here, and I'd never even ordered it once. Oh, oh, well. I but I just like I said, so. I'm not a fish and chips guy. That's uh, true. And that's why I was so impressed by how good it was in London. It's just such a like easy thing to. Get. It's like a burger. It's like oh, what do you want? Oh yeah, that's easy. I know what a burger is. That's like true. you just get. Yep. You know, it's just like, it just be a part of the rotation. I honestly think that food poisoning incident I had when I was like nine years old 
I still have the Garcia effect going. Oh, clearly. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. He just brought it up right now. So definitely. Oh, right. It's never <laughs> left my mind. Weird. I think I probably weighed like 60 pounds when I started and I weighed like 45 when I finished. Oh, geez. Wow. <laughs> and last wow. one coming in from Ride Mystery says, so good to have you all back in the studio. I tried to log in to comment and apparently I left my account expired. Needless to say, oh. I resubscribed Yay. once more. Let's go. You got oh, me. We got him. Ryan, Here, your trip on. to Belgium sounds amazing. In Bruges is one of my all-time favorite movies. And if you <laughs> haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Two, ha two hapless hitmen hide out and sightsee and wait well i don't want to give it away yeah to don't, that hasn't don't seen give it away it. i will say this we watched in bruges in bruges in bruges hey, oh. that is pretty cool and he it was says, glad to have you guys strange. back on the pod really weird movie uh without giving anything away yeah. i feel like the entire movie is setting up like a punchline in the final scene that isn't that's like kind of funny it's but not just that such funny. A so is it a comedy? Movie. It's a dark comedy. Yes, dark oh, comedy. Okay. Very dark. But wait, wait say. for getting Jeez. him. We got him. Oh, we got him. <laughs> but yes, uh, we we figured out a way to watch it there. And then I said to Benjamin the next morning, I'm like, oh, we watched the movie last night. And he's like, oh, yes, uh, we, we don't care for that movie here. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but it does look pretty in the movie, just like it is in real life. Yeah. From, from Briz Baby. Hey, dudes, one oh, of my favorite another. things about my time in Canada is hearing people try and fail an Australian accent. But I must Ooh. applaud you guys for pronouncing offense with a C. I always crack up at Zach's attempts to speak with some Aussie twang. This brings me to my question. A bit of a silly one today, but what was your favorite British slang that you picked up in London? Hopefully I can teach you guys some Aussie slang soon. Cheers, guys. Briz Baby. Ryan has like a hundred. Oh, you're gonna, so you're gonna have to carry us. I I forgot already. Honestly, the one that is I don't even know if it's necessarily slang. It's just like part of the vernacular. It's just saying surely. I knew that was the one. <laughs> <laughs> that there was so a small chance it was gonna be proper. I thought that proper. Was <laughs> Nine out of ten questions Allie asked me, I just respond surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or anyone would ask you. you How are you doing, yeah. Allie? But I'm still doing this. <laughs> yes, yeah, literally. Uh, Zach, when we were in London, you asked me, "Are you um, are you gonna get pissed tonight?" Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Yep. Drunk. It's yep. still, it doesn't sound right it sounds when you say it. I was still. like, I'm not mad. What do you oh. mean? You have to say it with an accent and then it sounds right. <laughs> oh, you won't get pissed tonight. <laughs> what is that? That's, that's a great more Aussie, yeah, honestly. Yeah. That's more Aussie. Wow. Dang. That's um, more Aussie. Yeah, chuffed to bits is a good one. Uh, mm, what does that mean? It means just like happy. I would have thought the exact Why not just happy? Yeah. yeah. Why not? I, that's what slang is for. But saying something I, I different know. than what the normal I feel like it should is. be easy. Like, you don't go from happy to chuffed to bits. Like, that just takes right. so long. Chuffed to bits sounds like you're riled up. Yeah. It does. Uh, what were some other ones I was saying a lot? I don't know. It's just surely, surely. and proper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, proper. That's, yeah. a, that's a great yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. That's a, it's a proper slang. <laughs> All right. Henry, do you oh, have surely. one? Nah. Nah. Um, he ruined them. Wow. <laughs> Ryan ruined London. That and for sucks. a second straight day, <laughs> for a second straight day, we're ending the pod with tension. We have one more. Oh, we have one. Where are these coming yeah. from? Yeah. Come back. Peyton Manning YT says, my boys, relating to the Broncos possible playoff run. I think that this Titans game is not just a must win, but a must correct. This can't be a 16-10 win. This win needs to show some competence in our offense and some points. Uh, I'm looking for the quick passing game, i.e. slants to Judy, flats to Dulcich, and counter uh, to counter. The Titans D-line. What do you guys think is the offensive formula for beating the Titans? Also, here in New England, 
patch and catch, in fact, do rhyme. Patch um, and catch. Take the atch and patch and say catch the same way. What? In I like the world? patch and catch better. Wait, who who was that from? That was from Peyton Manning YT, oh, and he Pey said, "I said ne. I assume that's New England. Could be Nebraska." It's got to be New England. Could be it's Northern based England. Based on the comment. Wow, it could, could be, be Northern, Northern England. England. Wow. But they would say the North That's of just England. Scotland. Um, uh, Peyton Manning, YT, love you. But no. People are forgetting that this Tennessee Titans team is a legitimately good team. Great, no. Superstar, elite, no. But they are a, they're a playoff team. They're just going win. to make the playoffs. Yes, mm -hmm. this is not like uh, 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 beat them in and put up they're 30 not the points and hold them to 10. This is a good team. Just win? Absolutely. Run away with that. Now, if the Broncos then beat the Raiders after beating the Titans, then they're on a three-game win streak, and then you're going into Pitts or to, to Carolina to play the Panthers, maybe then you can start saying that about the Panthers. But Tennessee Titans are 5-3. and three. They're overtime away from beating the Chiefs in Kansas City with a backup quarterback who mm -hmm. threw for 30% completion. They're a good team. Yeah. That quarterback that I liked in the offseason almost beat Patrick Mahomes. Oh, wow. Five of 16, baby. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is – honestly, I don't even care about any style points. Like, if you can just keep beating teams that way, if you can actually find a way to do it consistently, that just might be the way that you win games this year. Yep. To me, style points are dead until the Broncos are officially out of the playoffs. When, when they're sitting there at, like, three and eight – then that's time for me to be like, hey, yeah, just go put up 30 or something because right. we need something to build off of. Boy, I go the other way. Oh, really? I no, go. because if you just win, you're still alive. Yeah, yep. yeah. But then once, once you really start winning, is I'm like, then I'm like, okay, let's see some style points now. The I don't want to see the style points team, when they're out of it. The 2015 team got style points like once. It was yeah. against the Packers. Yep, that's very true. Mm -hmm. So style points don't count for anything, if, but you have to find a way to consistently win like that team did. And also the Broncos aren't going to open everyone's eyes across the country by beating the Titans and going to four and five. You know, they're still going to be four and five. Four and five sounds like a warm blanket and a hot cocoa on a cold day to me right now. Like that wow. sounds like, yeah. I thought you were going to say just a nice doo-doo right on top of the no, blanket. No, three and five is a <laughs> terrible place to be. Four and five? Not, you're you, close to you 500. Can, yeah, you, you're basically 500. You work with that. Boy, you sound like you've been living in a world of suck the well, past half yeah. the decade. <laughs> I absolutely have. Uh, all right. Well, let's get out of here on that note. Appreciate everyone for uh, playing along today. Stay tuned for bets. Stay tuned. Yes. DMVR Bets Daily going live shortly after this. Oh, God. Uh, shortly. I know. If you just add an R in there, you can say shortly. Wow. Uh, anyways, we will catch you guys tomorrow. Hello.
you, babe. 